Reaching Tax Flow podcast, where the goal is to empower and educate you to legally and ethically minimize taxes paid over your lifetime. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Teaching Tax Flow podcast. Today we're going to jump into episode 41 and have a look at a mid-year update from the IRS. But before we do that, as always, let's take a moment to thank our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Legacy Lock. If you are new to estate planning or simply need to review your current plan, Legacy Lock makes it as easy as pie. Legacy Lock is a unique platform that enables you to easily complete your attorney-drafted documents conveniently from the comfort of your home or office. Your first step to this peace of mind is simply visiting teachingtaxflow.com legacy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Teaching Tax Flow podcast. Great episode as always today. We're actually reporting live from, or I should say recording live from, Taxposium here in San Antonio, Texas. Chris Picuro, my partner in crime here on the podcast, also known as a co-host, the master of all taxes. I could have come up with a better intro for you, but hey, Chris, how's it going, my man? I've been called a lot worse, and I am awesome. Great to be here. Excited about Taxposium this year. And um, excited to give everyone a mid-year, we're a little past mid-year, but mid-year update from the IRS as we we all talk a lot about tax planning, tax strategy here in the teaching tax flow community. But it's also to be it's also important to be very weary of tax schemes, identity theft. And the IRS, in my opinion, does a really nice job of warning taxpayers about that. I don't expect that most of our subscribers and listeners hit up the IRS website very often. So we'd like to give people an update once in a while on what's been going on, what to what to be thinking about, because um, unfortunately there's some there's some bad eggs out there. You so. hear scams in the tax world? No. Believe it or not, I know. I know, because you would think, who'd, who'd want to pay my taxes for me? But unfortunately, it's the other way around. So we, I mean, we all love those text messages, right, where you get it and it's like, Please call us right away regarding your, you know, your tax. Your, you owe us fifteen thousand dollars of the phone call. That's you're going to jail if you don't Bitcoin us ten thousand dollars or set a two hundred fifty dollars Amazon gift card. So, all those scams aside, what are some of the biggest ones that the IRS has put out? I know those those ones we'll get into a little bit with uh, we'll call them consumer scams a little bit more on that side. But what's the other ones that that the IRS is not warning us about? Well, the IRS reiterates to people, and you could again, you could check this out on the irs.gov website. We'll put this link in the show notes. But keep in mind, as a taxpayer, the IRS is not going in. Our buddy Andrew Poulos uh, talked about this. The IRS is not going to email you or text you, okay? Um, they will typically send a letter to you, and even some of those, and some of these scammers have gotten very, uh, I'm very talented at making letters look like they're coming from the IRS. So again, make sure you talk to your tax professional if you think you receive that. You're giving them a lot of credit calling them talented, although they are. They have they have a lot of work ethic and dedication, let's put it that way. Yes, unfortunately, it's for the wrong direction. <laughs> exactly. The So the IRS um, really is seeing a lot of emails and text, text scams going out. Uh, so they had, just here during July 21st, um, they sent out a news release uh, warning taxpayers to be on the lookout for all these type of tax scams. I'm going to talk to you about the main tax scams. Of course, there are several of them. Um, but the first one that they are worrying about 
happens to be related to the old economic impact payment. Now, if you remember during the pandemic, um, the federal government issued a wave of, it ended up being three different economic impact payments over the course of two years. These economic impact payments were based on your filing status, dependents, how much, um, how much your taxable income was. And then unfortunately for taxpayers and tax professionals, they were reconciled on your tax return. Uh, so th right now, the, the highest volume of email schemes that the IRS are seeing relate, are relating to the, and they'll, you'll get an email that says, quote unquote, third round of economic impact payment status available. So if you see, remember, you're not going to receive an email from the IRS. And if you see anything related to economic impact payments on an email, immediately, if it's me, I block that. I block that emailer and, and report it. Mm -hmm. And I know one thing too, Chris, kind of, a, I guess this is just from a, from a tech, a whole tech perspective. The tricky part is too, is like in a lot of these emails, they're either asking something for it directly, if I remember correctly, but there may also just be a link in there. So don't click on any links. If anybody says they're from the IRS, just delete it, get rid of it completely, block it. Do not click on anything on there. Is that still the case? That's that's the case. And that third round that I just previously mentioned of economic impact payments, those went out back in 2021. So this is a two-year-old uh, situation. And, uh, and I also would say when you get that email, a lot of times the email looks like it's coming from someone legitimate. And, and you, if you really look at the email address, it's sinister. They're legitimately a pain in the beep, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So in that email scam, what's happening with the economic impact payment is that the IRS is, or the scammers are encouraging you to, to click on that, that email link and allegedly fill out an application for uh, an economic impact payment that you will never get. So right. Please, please be weary of that email scam uh, per the IRS. And we, we talk about one of the laws of teaching tax flows that tax agencies are your involuntary business partner. Usually it's kind of a negative connotation because we're talking about tax planning and strategy, but it can be positive. The IRS is looking out um, looking out for its, its the taxpayers and services, making sure that, that they're not scammed so and even chris at this event you know here again we're in, in san antonio a little hotter than i'm used to a little, little toasty but we're at taxposium which is put on by natp so i'm going to get this wrong maybe it, the national association of tax preparers professionals professionals okay i knew that's all you're close we'll give you a, a, a b plus okay hey, you know what i'll take it i'll take it and and what's cool about that too is that there's a lot of y'all's um industry brain power at this event so if you happen to hear anybody talking behind us we're literally doing this in a hallway right now so no guarantees on what you might hear by this but this is i'm sure going to be a hot topic which i'm sure is every year right so it's i i from a tech and marketing perspective i don't see this going this is never going to stop completely i think the more tech that gets injected into the world we live in the more opportunity it has for this and of course being in different countries where a lot of these scammers are coming from it's completely different laws should we say it that it's not really worth anybody following up with it's not like the irs is going to go to a different country um not pinpointing any specifically and try to track down this person who's sending out these emails likely not going to happen correct correct because the, the enforcement costs and the logistics of it aren't are worth it so the, the other one so there's there's four or five of these but the next one we've talked about this on the teaching tax flow podcast the ERC, or some people call it the ERTC, the Employee Retention Tax Credit. 
Um, there are a lot of businesses that are eligible for this tax credit. This came about during the pandemic, and it really entails you, a business owner amending their payroll tax returns to take a credit for employees that were retained. So the statute of limitations to to claim that is pretty much running out right now. Right, we're in and we're in the third quarter of 2023. But what the IRS is saying is that there's a significant increase in false ERC claims. There are a lot of fly-by-night companies, and again, we talked about this in a previous podcast with our friends at Engineered Tax Service, that are just popping out of the woodworks and calling, calling, saying, ERC consultants of the United States, and we're, I mean, I've even received these letters. If you own a business, you probably have received a letter that says you might be eligible for $27,000 per employee. And on our records, you have 10 employees or they'll mail, even mail you a fake check for $96,000. And it's uh, city, right? For any any business owner that sounds like it's a legitimate you know, credit they could get of, say, $100,000, $300,000, it kind of gets your attention a little bit, right? So I think a lot of people may be taking that bait. And call it that. Yes, and we, you know, to mention our buddy Andrew again, the, the IRS guru, um, he he thinks, and he said, and I remember this, uh, word on the street is that the IRS is going to audit these ERC claims. Uh, so again, it, we, we had one in our company. It was, we retained our employees during the pandemic. Uh, we were eligible for that credit. There are several people that are eligible, that have clients that have taken advantage of it, people at TTF community, but there are some bad eggs out there. So really, really be careful about that employee retention credit. My best advice is to is this. If you're going to claim that credit, assume you're getting audited because the chances are pretty good that you will. Great advice. We'll repeat it again. If you take that credit, claim that credit, assume you will be audited. Great advice. Yes. Third one, another email and text scheme playing off tax refunds. So what's happening is taxpayers are getting an email or text that says, claim your tax refund online. There's been a there's been a, a change to your account, and it gives people that false sense of, oh, I'm I'm owed some bigger more, more refund. Maybe my employer screwed up. Maybe I made a payment that I didn't know about. Um, and watch out. Obviously, like we said, the IRS and is not going to text or email you. And a lot of these schemes have misspelled words and and improper use of the English language. Um, the one the IRS mentions, and I'm going to quote the IRS off their website. This is a, this is a, um, a, a text someone would have received is we checked an error in the calculation on your tax for the last payment in the amount of $927.22. Folks, typically the IRS routes to the nearest out. In order for us to return the excess payment, you need to create an e-fund refund create an e-refund after which the funds will be credited to your specific bank. So there are phishing for your bank account. Think about if you have, remember the economic impact payments that I just mentioned. If you had direct deposit on your tax return the year before the EIPs came out, they automatically directly deposited the EIPs. IRS has that information. Be very, very weary of the quote, claim your tax refund online scheme. So though we've got a couple more, but you can imagine, John, you're a taxpayer. Um, I don't know if you've gotten any text messages, emails from. I feel like the like, texts I get all the time. Um, the voicemails, uh, fortunately, have stopped from me. But the, yeah, the texts are a big one. 
Um, and, and it's kind of going back to a little little bit related to, but a little bit off of this. If anybody's ever gotten, you know, somebody that's trying to buy some, we'll go, I'm going to date myself a little bit, Craigslist. You know, you go to buy something off Craigslist, you might be selling it, you know, a car for five or six thousand bucks. Somebody says, hey, I'll, I'll give you 10,000 and then mail me the difference. That's a little bit different, but it's kind of the same tactics, right? So people are kind of, and we'll call it praying, you know, they're praying on basically the gullibility, I think that's mm-hmm. the right word here of just people trusting the IRS is being a credible source where now somebody is now falsifying themselves, falsifying their own identity as that credible source. And some people may not think twice. They might think, oh, you know, why would, why would somebody be so stupid to pretend that they're the IRS? And then next thing you know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're in trouble. Exactly. You're in trouble. And what's happening is that these scammers in the IRS, again, IRS is, is trying to make people aware they're creating a fake sense of urgency either oh my gosh there's money on the table that i didn't receive and i'm getting ripped off or oh no there i didn't get this refund or oh gosh i'm they're creating this fake problem for lack of a better term and then the scheme is trying to help you fix this fake problem giving you a call to action to either provide your bank account information or something to that ilk which is ties into the third eye before the help you fix it text text scheme so this is strictly a text scheme um, that people are getting scammed on and identity identity thieves come up with a name on a text message that sounds kind of like the IRS. So it could be like IRS GOB-2023 or some type of vanity account. And they send a variety of messages that say there's a problem with your person's tax return, but don't worry, they can help you fix it. You just have to uh, click on that text message and put give them your bank information. So again, the help you fix it text, text scheme is number three, um, and you've mentioned that you've gotten some some crazy texts. The last one from the IRS's summer update is the delivery scam service scam at your door. So it's not DoorDash there with a pizza or some tacos, which would be great. Um, but earlier in July, the IRS warned taxpayers to be on the lookout uh, for a new scam mailing uh, that tries to mislead people into believing they are owed a refund. So this one is not an email. It's not text. It's something that gets mailed to you. And the new scheme involves a mailing that arrives in a cardboard envelope from a delivery service that looks like it's coming from the IRS. And the, and it, it, the wording says in relation to your unclaimed refund. So that one scares me because they're actually mailing something to you. And you've seen a lot of those where it looks like it's coming from something legitimate. And we all know the IRS mails things to you. So it's still the same idea that create a sense of urgency, create a problem that you didn't think you had, and by the way, you can fix it. But the letter will typically direct you to click to go to a website and put in your banking information. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Chris, for sharing those with us. Again, I'm excited to be here at Taxposium. I am not in your world every single day, so I hope to consume some of your brain power, some of this knowledge. And again, I'm sure this is going to be a hot topic. Really, the biggest takeaway here is just... I wouldn't even say due diligence, just proceed with caution. Everything you do regarding this, just proceed with caution. If there is anything that, you know, you're, you're in question of, like Chris, you had mentioned that last one that I think was number four is, you know, now these scammers are potentially getting more in tune with what people are more accustomed to or, or believe is, is more true is that's, you know, kind of hands-on or something more tangible. So if there are any questions, any concerns with that, would the best suggested Chris, maybe just be contact your tax professional. First step, absolutely contact your tax professional if, or even your software provider if you did do it yourself. 
also there is, there is an email phishing with the ph phishing at irs.gov is the official they're not irs email if you suspect there's a scam and they get hundreds of emails daily excellent excellent well thank you chris again for sharing those man really appreciate it irs thank you for putting out those warnings to us um you know as taxpayers we gotta pay enough in taxes so let's uh let's save as much as we can and not give it to somebody else that's trying to rip us off so thank you again for everybody for joining us here on the teaching tax flow podcast live from tax podium tax posium 23 here in san antonio texas out here for this great event we're going to leave with some great knowledge i know chris is actually going to be up on stage here in a few days doing a great presentation to a couple hundred people we look forward to that maybe we'll snag some pictures of him you know maybe track him down to the hallway and eh, maybe we'll get a little interview with him i don't know maybe maybe he'll sign my t-shirt we'll see how lucky i am but <laughs> until then everybody have a fantastic week and we will see you soon Hey everybody, John here from the Teaching Tax Flow team. Thank you as always for joining us on this show. Unfortunately, a lot of you probably are already aware of those scams that are out there with those bad actors, bad characters pretending to be from the IRS because they want your money. So now you're maybe a little bit more aware of them or some of the other ones that are out there. Or worst case scenario, at least it's top of mind. So you can be a little bit more aware of it when the time comes that you may unfortunately have one of those in your inbox in your voicemail in a text message so thank you for joining us here thank you for the ideas um this one i believe we actually had an email from somebody asking if we had any updates from the irs um hence why we did the show um but moving forward again as always send over any thoughts ideas show guests anything you may have in mind for us um and also jump on that defeating taxes at www thefeedingtaxes.com. That's our private Facebook group. And let us know some of those crazy stories of the scams that you may have been, I should say, alerted to um, from those that are pretending to be from the IRS. So shoot us a message in there, drop it in. Um, we'll actually probably get on the page and start the conversation so you guys don't even have to. I'm just asking what some of those experiences are. So as always, thank you from our whole team. See everybody next week. The content of this podcast does not constitute an offer of securities. Offerings can only be made through an offering memorandum, and you should carefully examine the risk factors and other information contained in the memorandum. The content provided is for educational purposes only. We encourage you to seek personalized investment advice from your financial professional. For all tax and legal advice, please consult your CPA or attorney. Investment advisory services are offered through Cabin Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Cabin Securities, a registered broker-dealer.